Welcome to the Good News Bay podcast, where we are making Bay County brighter one conversation at a time. Uh, this podcast, this episode is a part of a special series where we are highlighting some of the phenomenal service opportunities here in Bay County. I know many of you are new to the community and may be wondering what are some meaningful ways to get involved as the uh, pandemic recedes, as uh, as you get settled and maybe in your home if you're new and trying to figure out what organizations are worthwhile as the new year approaches even uh, to participate. And so today with us, uh, we have uh, Fred Hapner, who is the circuit director for the 14th Circuit of Guardian Adelaide. That's correct. Uh, and if you don't know what all that means, basically the 14th Circuit is a several county area that is a state um, organized circuit where we, um, uh, the state courts, uh, deal with children that are removed from homes. Yeah, the Guardian Liner program advocates for kids that have been abused and neglected and now are currently in the state system. And our role and mission is to try to find volunteers in the community, in the local community, to be assigned to those kids and visit with them and check up on them and see how they're doing and then report back to the court and eventually make recommendations on what we think is best for the kids. You said that really simple. You really did. I was going to try to describe that. <laughs> oh, that wouldn't have gone. No, no, no. You did good. You're good. <laughs> I, you know, I can I, can I quote you because I actually yeah, highlighted this part. You could say it, but, but I think it's cool because you just gave the thumbnail idea of kids being assigned or volunteers being assigned yes. to advocate for kids to the court. Sure. Um, in a, in one article you said, we try to, we try to assign a volunteer to the case. The volunteer's role is to be with the kids at least monthly mm -hmm. or maybe more often they can go uh, check on them, see how they're doing, maybe at school, maybe visit with the parents, mm -hmm. uh, gather information mm -hmm. uh, because at different, at different times you're going to go back to the, the court yes. and to the attorneys and recommend certain things yes. to the court. Yep. And these volunteers are supposed to be objective and an advocate on behalf, well, particularly an advocate on behalf of the child. Yes, we want them to keep them an open mind and find out all the different facts about a case. And that could take a long time. Yep. These cases will generally run a year or more, sometimes two and three years. So we want to get, let them gather facts, keep an open mind, right. and then at the, uh, at the correct time and point in time, make a recommendation based on what they've gathered. So as we've been talking about how to give back and how to serve in meaningful ways, this is a state-funded uh, organization. Um, and so in light of that, what you need most is volunteers. Yes, we are we are a volunteer-based program. Now, because of hurricane and, and, and COVID pandemic. We had a little hurricane, didn't we? And we then a, a little bit of one. Yeah. You know, just a little thing called Michael that came through. and um, People were putting their homes back together, weren't they? Yeah, and so it was hard to volunteer and find folks to volunteer. And, and a lot of our volunteers didn't weren't able to come back. You know, they were fixing their homes like everybody else. And they were um, kind of, uh, kind of putting their own lives back together like a lot of us were. Right. And so having those folks come back and volunteer with us was hard. So you got it rolling again. We experienced this as church. We felt like we restarted and then we had to restart again. Yes. So pandemic hit. Yes. We've walked through that. In the in the pre-interview interview, you were telling mm -hmm. me that you're starting to see some folks come back out of the woodwork, but you are still volunteer-wise way below what you need to be based on the number of kids. Yeah. One time we were around 300 volunteers for our circuit and for our uh, surrounding areas, and now we're uh, down to about 160. So we're not anywhere near what we need for the number of kids. We have 750 kids in the system right. here in Bay County, close to 500. So we're not even close to where we would like to be. Right. I know that as I have worked within the community and with some different mentoring programs and that kind of thing, there's a number of good options out there. 
Um, and what I, what I know is that this one in particular, if you're, you're out there and you're looking at how you can like build a relationship with a child, like get to know a child yeah. because it's kind of designed not just to, to see them at school when they're in school, but actually walk them through the process. Mm-hmm. And so there, there may be folks that are literally looking for a more hands-on approach. Now there's a level two background check. I yep. saw that's required. Yes, that's correct. But if they really are wanting to do something meaningful, this is kind of a cool way to get involved. You can really affect uh, a difference in the life of a child and in, in what we do, because we are making specific recommendations to a judge, and to a court, and the judge listens to what we say. Won't always go along with us, but will definitely listen. And a lot of times go along with what we, what we feels best. And it, it really does change the, the trajectory of that case and maybe the life of that child. Right. So I think it really does have an impact. You know, one of the things that I want, I think would be appropriate is, is when I think of, of, of serving in ways that are meaningful, um, and this is not to disregard any other way people may serve, mm-hmm. um, but if I were to go one time over a holiday and work in a soup kitchen or something like that, that, that matters. But those are generally people that I've never met and never going to see again. Yeah. And so the reward in terms of impact relative to something you're describing, not only is it not just me checking something off a list at Thanksgiving and saying, I did that and then I feel good and I don't, it's actually could be a a long-term through the year. And if we, I know enough about the program to know that, you know, at times you've got volunteers that literally, if they're seeing a kid once a month, they may have actually have, can they still have two kids that they actually mentor at times? Oh, yeah. It could be a family of three or four or multiple kids. Right. They're assigned to a case. A case could be multiple kids. Right. And just like you're saying, a lot of our cases last two years, but a lot of times they've made such a connection that even after mm-hmm. the case closes out, they're still yeah. in touch with them about how they're doing, how they're yeah. still doing. It's they, a real relationship. They still get invited to some of their activities and even some of them to their graduations where they eventually graduate, those type of things. Well, and one of the things that, that the, the reason I can relate to this so much is I, I'm mentoring a local mentoring program yep. and it's just in school. Now, it's a basic back. Like I just swipe my, my ID like anybody else would. Right. And that's great because I'm always where other people are. Um, but this this requires because the ability to be able to, to communicate in off school times, mm-hmm. it's one of the ways that we're able to get into the community, this same group of kids that's at risk right. when they're not in school. And yes. like when we deal with feeding kids, we can feed them when they're in school. But when they're not in school, how do you even make sure they're OK? Like right. that's a big deal. Yeah, because even during the summertime, you know, when school's not in. Yes. You know, we're still we're. Our, our mission is to still visit and right. still, still see how they're doing and check on them and all those type things. Well, in all the programs that we're talking about, they all they all meet different needs in a different way. Correct. Um, and there are folks here that are, I think we've got people in our community that are new to Bay County. They don't know ways that they can serve. Mm-hmm. This is a legit bona fide need that we have. We've got a ton of kids yes. that are in this, this system yeah. um, and they need adult interaction. They want it. Right. And what we tell folks is, if you're interested, think about coming and talk with us. Let like we're talking. We'll talk a little bit about the system, about the kids, the cases, to make sure it is a good fit. You know, right. not every volunteer in situation is a good fit. So we want to make sure, hey, because we want we're asking for a commitment, right? And so we want to make sure it's a good fit for everybody that's involved. So I know enough about what's going on in our world to know that there are people that may not be able to go home for the holidays. They may have kids that aren't going to be here for the holidays that they wish were. They could sit at home and do nothing, or they could start a training program to become, in the new year, to become a guardian ad litem volunteer. That's correct, because 
Uh, our training's online, which is great nowadays. I know yep. a lot of people love online stuff, and ours primarily is. And they can do it at their pace, their time. They can knock it out in a week if they want. They can spend a couple months doing it. However yep. they want to do it at their leisure, we stay in contact with them during the whole process if they got questions. And um, it'd be great for a new year. It'd be a great New Year's resolution for a lot of folks. Absolutely. Well, I hope there'll be some folks that'll look down below whatever it is they're listening to or watching and see the show notes. We work really hard on those notes. There's a lot of links okay. there that will go back to some of the the really the, the basic requirements. Um, go ahead and tell us those out loud, though. It's like once a month. Yeah, we ask folks to visit at least month, once a month, but they can go more often. Uh, they can go into the schools. They can check on their medical. There's a lot of different ways they can do that. But we ask them to go through our training program, which is 12 chapters. Sounds like a lot, but it's at their pace. And, and it's online. It's online. They have to do a level two background screening, and that gets them uh, approved to go into the schools and you know make sure that our volunteers are upstanding people as well, too. Um, have to be at least 21 years old uh, to be involved. So... Um, um, that's kind of the basic requirement. People that have done level two background checks before, sometimes with employment and that kind of thing, you have to pay for your own background check. There's yeah. fingerprints, all that. You, the state provides we'll, the we'll pay, for We'll that. pay for that. Training, everything, doesn't cost anything to go through our training. We'll pay, provide for all that. And um, you know, and there's no obligation if they're getting trained. They get yeah. to go through the process and decide if it's a fit. Yeah, because even on our website, and we'll get that to you guys, to a link to our academy, we call it, which is where all our trainings are. If folks just want to learn more right. about child abuse and neglect or all the different child welfare things that happen that may not realize mm -hmm. that go on, there's tons of trainings on that. They can just go take trainings if they want, not have to commit to being a volunteer. They can just learn more. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Um, so the encouragement would be to those that would like to make a difference and be intentional. Like if you don't plan to be generous, you don't plan to be thankful, you don't plan to be hopeful, generally you won't be. Uh, and so I would encourage people that, are, that might be interested, go to the link, click on it, and make a plan next year to be generous with your time, be thankful about how God's blessed you, and have an opportunity to, to create hope and uh, make a difference yeah. in the lives of some kids. Yeah, I think, um, I think if folks do volunteer with us, and it just takes one uh, one or two of those little connections. And when they when they go to a home and a kid sometimes will run up to them and say, how it's so good to see him. Or even a teenager just wants to sit down and chat about how their day was. Just listening to them a lot of times makes a world of difference. Fred, before we go, you're not exactly a rookie at doing this. How many years have you been doing this? Over 22 years with Guardian Ad Litem. And right. then I was five years at the Department of Children and Families and uh, Child Abuse and Neglect as well, too. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, if you're, you're viewing or watching, here's a guy that's got a heart to love kids, to serve kids. He's essentially dedicated his life to it. I would encourage you to help him in that process. Thank you so much, Fred, for coming. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining us for the Good News Bay podcast, where we are making Bay County brighter one conversation at a time. Please help us share this good news and change the conversation by liking, sharing, and subscribing to the podcast.